I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Mm, I love it. Traditional wood log fire today. One of those starter logs thrown on a bunch of wood. Yeah, what was our fire last week? It was crumpled up Sports Illustrated for Kids okay. edition. <laughs> was what we used for the Kindle uh, kindling. Uh, this, I think, is my favorite round of the playoffs. The divisional round. Yeah, because you always got say that. Two on that. Saturday, two on Sunday, and I mean, there's for the most part pretty good teams, if not record-wise, based on how they're playing to this point in the season. Um, obviously, two opponents this weekend were there already, but um, the rest of them had their win their way onto this stage of the playoffs. So, I think this really is where we peak. And then obviously conference championship Sunday is great, but then you, you just got get one day three of football. More games of football left you got one starts. game of you got one day of football, two games that day. And then when it's over, there's one left. One there's left. One game of football left. Yep. So I think we're at our crescendo right now. Mm, um, good word. And it starts. Is that your word of the day? On your toilet paper. It starts on Saturday at 4:30 with Houston and Baltimore, one of three rematches of this divisional round uh, from earlier in the season. To go all the way back to week one for this one, though, where Houston loses in Baltimore 25-9 to to the Ravens. It was C.J. Stroud's first game uh, as a pro. Didn't turn the ball over, but didn't really have much um, offense to brag about after that game was over. Um, but I, I think, you know, if there's anything to glean from that game... I don't know what it is because that is almost an eternity ago, it feels like. Yeah. Uh, week one. And I just think CJ Stroud is playing with so much more confidence and Definitely. it's just such a different. D'Amico Ryan is coach, coaching course, with so much more confidence. And um, they will be a different, more formidable team as they head into the bank this time around. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't. You and I have kind of moved the line a lot on. Um, what we consider to be still preseason-esque football. At first, we would just say it's like week one. Then we kind of said like week two kind of is a little fugazi. But then we kind of just settled like that first month of football, no one knows their identity. No one knows what's going to happen over the course of the next three months beyond that. So to say that these these teams have gone, what, over three entire months, maybe even four months without seeing each other – of course, it's it's a different uh, story this time around, and I I assume Baltimore is much more afraid of Houston now than they were way back when. Afraid? 
maybe. Uh, weary, oh, well, well, weary of okay. them, maybe. Weary, or... yeah, there you go, weary. Yeah, I don't think that they expect this to be a pretty easy game, although it's a 9.5-point spread. Both one seeds are 9.5-point favorites on Saturday, the Niners and the Ravens uh, at home. Uh, that's, that's pretty rich, to be honest with you. A, a, a pretty big spread for a divisional round game. Um, I, I have been impressed with Houston. I just sure. don't know what Houston's defense is going to do against Lamar. And that, that, I think, could be the difference maker where, yeah, Houston's offense is better than it was in week one, and they could score some points, but how many points is that Ravens offense going to put up? Look, mm -hmm. I, I would take I, – I said this, I think, on Countdown this week. I would give – I would take Houston in the first half. Like, if it was, like, plus two, plus three in the first half, I'd take Houston. But then you Ravens take the Ravens. start a little bit of slow, maybe. Maybe knock off some of that rust. They, Lamar hasn't played in almost a month. And then second half, I think the Ravens get to where they win by maybe 10, 13 points, something like that, to, to finish off the game. But, you know, I bet there's a moment where we're kind of going, oh, like, are they going to do this thing again where they're the one seed and they, they choke in the first round? And are we going to have to have the whole rest versus rust debate about the Ravens on Monday because they were off for almost a month without playing football and, and now they're one and done. Um, I, I think there's going to be maybe some of those moments in the first half, but I think by the second half the Ravens are going to right the ship and figure things out. I, I don't see Lamar in past playoff performance, like in that game against Tennessee when they were the one seed and he was the MVP. He threw interceptions. Yeah. He was all over the place. And Buffalo. When they went into Buffalo after winning that his first playoff game, pick six in the end zone. It was a, it was a fourteen point swing right there. Had a chance to tie the game at ten instead. They're down seventeen to three. I don't know if he's going to make those mistakes this time around. Yeah, I mean, the only time I've seen him make those mistakes this season was against the black and gold. True, and even then, uh, didn't have a lot of help from his receivers. No, and and that was what way back in week five. We're in week right. we're in week twenty right now. It's been fifteen weeks. A lot's changed. You know, we're talking about the, the Houston Texans gaining confidence. Lamar should be more confident than anyone because right now he's the front runner to win the MVP. He's the number one seed. This guy should feel very, very good about his season. And yeah, he he not to say he a slow start, but yeah, he had some games early on this season that didn't go the ideal way didn't get him a win but that didn't happen against Houston Houston they won that game let me see 25 to 9 yeah it was pretty easy I still think the Ravens win this game I I, I think they get to conference championship weekend Lamar's first conference championship weekend um, it'll be maybe a little bit tougher than you'd think but I, I, I just don't see Houston being able to yeah, I, I assume Baltimore wins this game, uh, but it wouldn't shock me if they lose either. Because Houston's that good, or because it's kind of just the Ravens. I uh, it's kind I I'd say it's a combination of both. I think Houston has really impressed a lot, and that obviously revolves all around C.J. Stroud and, and D'Amico Ryan. But it also is alongside the Ravens. I mean, how crazy would it be if Lamar loses this game? And he wins MVP, and he would have more MVPs than he does postseason wins. But maybe I'm wrong, because, Tom, at the beginning of this year, I picked the Bengals to win the division. I don't remember who I picked to win the conference, but I know I picked the Bengals to win the division because I did this under the assumption Lamar's going to get hurt at some point. And what happened? 
He stayed healthy, and not only did he do that, but he performed so well that he is going to win the MVP this year. So it's not just he stayed healthy and he towed the line and he didn't make a lot of mistakes, but he didn't shine like he did in 2019. No, he did great this year, and he's going to win MVP. So maybe all these you know, preconceptions that I have about this team I shouldn't be holding me back for this year on the Ravens. So maybe the fact that I predicted Lamar would get hurt and that was proven wrong. Maybe I said, oh, Lamar just loses in the postseason. Maybe that's wrong too. You know, maybe he overcomes that this year. Gets to his first conference championship game. I think he's going to. I, I think he's got uh, a real good shot. Uh, I think the pa- I think they didn't want to see the Steelers. As, uh, yeah, probably he a- said that in his press conference, Lamar did. Yeah, Houston's probably a better team than Pittsburgh, but I just don't think they wanted to see the Steelers right now. Uh, then you got the Niners and the Packers on Saturday night at 8.15. Like I mentioned, they're a 9.5-point favorite as well. I saw a stat that in their last like five home games, the Niners are 0-5 against the spread. So they don't cover spreads at home. Interesting. Maybe because they're so big. Because they're usually double digits. Yeah, right. They're very large. Um, I don't. To me, this isn't about the Niners or the Packers beating the Niners. It's the Packers making it a good competitive game. Is the question in my mind? Covering that spread. Okay, let me let me just ask this really quick. Who do you think has the better chance of making their game competitive between the Texans and the Packers? The Texans. Okay. I think the Niners are the best team. You know what's remarkable to me is Jordan Love and C.J. Shroud had the exact same pass rating. Down to two yards. I think Love had two more yards than C.J. Stroud did. Same attempts, same completions, same passer rating, same touchdowns, no interceptions. Crazy. It was insane. Jordan Love in like his last seven games, now including with this game that he played against Dallas, is like up to like 22 touchdowns and one interception. It's going to come down to the Packers being able to score because the Niners are going to score points in this game, right? At home. The Packers against the Dallas defense, which is supposed to be good. A good de- led by someone who it's is supposed to be a depoy. Depoy, right? They just lit him up for what, 48 points? Oh yeah. So So I think if you can score on Dallas, not this I mean, now San granted, better, but granted, yeah, San Fran's is better and we've seen teams like San Fran run the score up on Dallas. Like they did earlier this season. Doesn't this, out of all the games, kind of give you the eerie feeling that it could be a blowout? It could just be we're bored by halftime on our Saturday night. Maybe. Because the Packers are still 9-8. and eight. Like, let's not forget that. I saw, this is crazy, on Twitter, I saw, this is such a ridiculous stat. Each of the last seven years... A team who has lost to Kirk Cousins in the regular season has not gone on to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so, in that three-game stretch the Niners lost, one of them was to Kirk and the Vikings. So they have to break this streak if they want to win the well, Super Bowl. Well, it, it, it was about the Super Bowl. It wasn't about, you know, winning a playoff game. But I'm saying if they want to win the Super Bowl, which I think they think they're going to this year, a lot of people think they might, they have to break this Kirk Cousins curse that has been cast upon them. I just think it's funny. Uh, but back more so to concrete stuff. I don't get that feeling. I, I really don't get the feeling that this is going to be a blowout. Then again, you and I both were pretty confident the Steelers recovered their 10-point spread against Buffalo. That didn't happen. I just worry that the Packers might not. Aren't, like, as, I'll, say, I'll say this. Packers might not be ready for this stage, and then you'll reply back. They just went into Dallas and won, and then I'll say Dallas is soft. And the they are soft. The 49ers are not. But... They had like a what 17 18 game winning streak at home. 
in Big right. D. But the Niners, I don't like. Even though they've fallen short recently, I don't think of them as choke artists. No. Whereas the Cowboys, no, they, I do they all the time. Had Brock Purdy played, and we can say this now, seeing this season unfold for him. Had he played, he's clearly a a a, a top what ten, top fifteen quarterback in the league this year. So in that case, you have to say if Brock Purdy plays that entire game against Philadelphia in the NFC Championship game last year, the Niners can win that game. Can not sure they would, but they'd, it'd be better. But it'd be, it'd be way more competitive than it was for sure. So I don't call them frauds at all. They got to the Super Bowl with Shanahan. With Bosa, with some of the guys on this team uh, that are still there now, back in what 2019, it's been a f- it's been you know a few years since then, but they got to the NFC Championship game a year ago. I don't, I wouldn't call them frauds. They had one hiccup this year, right? Um, uh, uh, maybe two because that three game streak and then they lost bad to the Ravens at home. On that Monday night game, of which we thought this was essentially the game for MVP between Purdy and Lamar. So I'd say like two big hook hiccups on the year. So I wouldn't call them frauds at all. No, 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 no. I would not do that. So it's a much bigger challenge for sure going into San Fran for the Packers than it was a week ago going into Dallas for that team. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sunday, 3 o'clock. It all starts on NBC. The Detroit Lions get their second home playoff game awesome. of this playoff. So uh, awesome. Deserved to because they should be the two seed. Yep. Based on beating the Cowboys. So it all worked out in the end. Outside of ref incompetence. Right? It all worked out. Now they have Buccaneers coming to town. Baker Mayfield. Another great uh, in a postseason full of great storylines. Just another one. Baker top of the list is mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, six and a half point favorite for the Lions. I I want to talk myself into the Buccaneers having a chance because it's Detroit, right? I think it's going to be a double digit win for Detroit. See, you asked, do I think the biggest blowout would be between San Fran and Green Bay? One. I think it's this one. I think it's this one. I don't push back on that. I I think I just like the Baker Mayfield story so much, and I'm more scared of the Niners than I am the Lions. That that's why I said what I said. But this could be a trouble if if the Buccaneers get off to a slow start. Yeah. If the Buccaneers turn the ball over early in this game, uh, Lions can score their points. You can score on the Detroit defense though, and Baker's shown that he can. He put up 34 points against right, the Packers. Right. He just put up 25 against the Eagles. 
So they can sc if they don't shoot themselves in the foot, Tampa Bay maybe has a chance. But I, I really think, as weird as this sounds, they're gonna have to play almost perfect to get a win in Detroit. It's it's gonna be that hard, especially like you get that win under your belt and it's Stafford on the other side of the line. Mm -hmm. And to be quite honest with you, I think the Rams are probably better than the Buccaneers, especially at the quarterback position. Yeah. But like you get that out of the way, now you have confidence and you that that cloud of never winning a playoff game since 91, not hosting one since 93. It's all gone. It's gone now. You can just go out there and play. You don't have to mm -hmm. worry about ending streak this. All that pressure ending. event. Yep. Like, you started the new streak. Yeah, right. So, I think that goes into the Lions' favor, too, is yeah, it'll be surreal running out into Ford Field again um, for another playoff game, but you just did it. It won't be that same kind of feeling of, like, wow, these fans have been waiting almost 40 years for this, and me... Some of these kids who weren't even born when that happened, I'm a part of what they're cheering for. Like all of that is now gone. Now it's just playing football. So I think Tampa Bay is in a dangerous, dangerous spot in this game. Great season for the Bucks, Overachievement for sure. But I think this is a very, very tough one. Yeah, any, any let's put it this way. Any NFC South team that would have made it to the playoffs and advanced to the second round overachieved this year. Would you say that? Doesn't matter if it's the Panthers, Falcons, Saints, Bucks. Maybe you say, maybe you say, the Saints were the most likely to do it. So maybe you can't call it an overachievement. But they didn't even make it to the playoffs this year. So I think it's fair to say it would have been an overachievement because if they can't make the playoffs, truly winning a playoff game is is far better than that. So for any of these teams from that division, the worst division in football, to do what the Buccaneers have done this year is a vast improvement upon what you thought they were capable of doing coming into this year. I'm with you. I just think this is the Lions' time. I think you... I don't know I don't know what leads to a, a, a Buccaneers win in this game, to be honest. That's where I'm having the most trouble trying to talk myself into it. Uh -huh. It's like, what do they do to win the game? I, I just don't think they can. Um, no, and I think... So Detroit's going to the... I'd be really upset, too. Because I expect the Niners to beat the Packers. You don't want to see Niners Bucks. You want to see Niners. Yeah, Lions. I don't want to. Because I think if that's the case, then talk about a blowout. That'll be a blowout. But what if I don't went, care how much momentum Tampa Bay builds by beating um, uh, the Eagles and then the Lions. I don't care how much momentum that helps. You're gonna get blown. But out But flip by the, the upsets. Would you hate seeing Packers Lions? No, that'd be awesome. That'd <laughs> so be great. You'd be okay with Packers. Yeah. No, I just don't want. I don't want Tampa Bay there. Tampa Bay does it. Any other team, but you're cool and with all three other. It's nothing personal Tampa with Tampa Bay. If this was the Saints, if this was the Falcons or the Panthers, I don't want NFC. I don't want any of the NFC South teams sniffing that conference championship game. And then the last game of the docket, six thirty kickoff, Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes, round seven. Now, interestingly enough, I know where you're going. With Josh this. Allen is three and one in the regular season against Patrick Mahomes, but mm -hmm. zero and two in the playoffs against Patrick Mahomes. What I thought you were going to say was that of these matchups, six of them have been played in Kansas City, and the one that was played in Buffalo was during COVID, 2020. So Buffalo didn't even have home field advantage. Isn't that crazy? Well, they have it this time. Well. Around. And also, too, two of those matchups were in the postseason, so that added to it. But still, 
Seven times they played each other, including the playoffs. Six of them were in Kansas City. The one time they played in Buffalo was during the COVID season without fans. That strikes me as next year they'll be in Buffalo when they play because they both won the division. They both won the so division. They, sh- they should, should be, be in, in Buffalo, Buffalo for sure. I mean, it would make sense. But this one's in Buffalo. Um, they're 3-3 three and three against each other. Um, this is building into a quarterback rivalry for sure. The oh, without question. To but to take the next step now, Allen has to beat Mahomes in this playoff. To get into the Brady-Manning conversation, to get into that next great, you know, they show the graphics on Sunday Night Football of those two in their head-to-head matchups against mm-hmm. each other. To really take that next step into this rivalry, you got to beat him in the postseason. Allen has to get his win over Mahomes, and it has to happen right now because I think this is the best chance he's had in a while. Um, I'll go one step further to really cement the rivalry. Allen got to go win the Super Bowl this year. Beat Mahomes because then, and win then the you're Super in that Bowl. competition or you, in that aura Mahomes of says, Super Bowl hey, winning quarterback. My Super Bowls, and then uh-huh. Allen can say, "Well, I beat you to get to mine." Mm-hmm. So then you really get that rivalry cooking. I mean, not only that, I don't want to diminish the Joe Burrow name. But you do something that he had, hasn't done Which yet is either. win it, which is finish the job right. off. So I think that that rivalry has the potential to really blossom here. It already is blossoming, but really take off if Allen can get the win and get that first postseason win under his belt. It's On, amazing to see the success he has in the regular season against Mahomes right. and how it not translate to the postseason. Yeah, I, I misspoke. It, it's This is their seventh meeting. So of the past six, six five one, of them have been in Kansas, Kansas City, City, one in Buffalo. Uh but on the reverse side of all this, if Kansas City wins, what are we saying about Josh Allen? Because it's like the initial reaction would be like, oh, Mahomes is your daddy. But he beats Mahomes in the right. But I would say he's his daddy in the postseason. Just- if Mahomes wins this game on the road, I, I, I don't know what, I mean, you're going to keep Josh Allen, right? Because he's a top five quarterback in, in football right now. And you can't just give up on that guy. But you have a big problem if Mahomes really can't beat, or if if Allen really can't beat Mahomes when it matters most. Yeah, 100%. So this is a big, big moment in that rivalry and in Allen's career. And I think this is is definitely, I mean, obviously, because it's in Buffalo, it's Josh Allen's best chance at taking down Mahomes. In the playoffs, because he already has taken no, that's what I meant. Yeah, uh, and the, when it matters most in in postseason, winner go home football. The previous uh, meeting between these two teams was obviously the quote unquote controversial offsides. Tony offsides. Yeah. I can't believe you call that moment. Um, <laughs> do you think Allen remembers that at all? Do you, do you think he he maybe not? He definitely. I don't remembers. think he was thinking yeah. about it like week after week after week, like, like stewing Mahomes over it. Was, yeah. But now that we're here and he's watching the Chiefs back, film, yeah. he's thinking about that weird moment at the end of the post game where Alan Mahomes is like, "What the worst call I've ever seen in my life?" And Allen's like, "Okay, dude. Um, well, I just won a football game. We got to seven and six. I'm gonna go now." Like, I wonder if he's like, "Man, I just want. I want to beat that guy again." Because like. I know that, and I want to leave no doubt this time. Like I want because I know and that I bet, guy's thinking you know, he would have beat us in that game if he wasn't offsides. I bet too if Tony doesn't line up offsides, it changes a lot for the Chiefs because that that would if, if the game goes the other way, they, instead maybe of eleven and six, Tony wasn't even on the team. It right, a lot right, right. I mean, maybe they win that Lions game in the season <laughs> opener because he had like what four or five drops, drops in that game. But instead of instead of without Tony, if the Chiefs win that game, they go to twelve and five. 
I bet you could say, too, they don't lose to the Raiders two weeks after that. They win that game, and then you see, instead of Buffalo, it's Kansas City coming into the playoffs on a five-game winning streak. Plus, that would put them at 13-4, and four, and maybe they're the one seed. Yeah, right. Right, 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 right. And it's a totally different feel for that Chiefs team. But Tony did line up offsides. Tony has really sabotaged their season. Oh, yeah. The whole receiving room oh, has yeah. kind of sabotaged their Talk season. about, you know, we were talking about Mitch Trubisky in our, in our second episode today about being signed, sealed, delivered, not going to be back in Pittsburgh next year. Can't imagine a world in which Kadarius Tony is on the Chiefs roster next year. I saw a Bills fan tweet that Taylor Swift didn't go to Orchard Park on her Eras tour, and now this is universal karma that she has to go to Orchard Park to watch her boyfriend lose. Yeah. I, I saw that, too. I, I couldn't care less about the Taylor Swift Oh, you know, you don't think so, even though she's ruining the Chiefs season? Yeah, she's ruining football. Travis Kelsey, she ruined him. He doesn't know how to play She's anymore. the reason Jason Kelsey retired is what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't take it anymore. No, he couldn't. It wasn't the successful podcast. It wasn't no. the, it wasn't the uh, trying to get away from being a crash test dummy every time you tush push and having to just right. put yourself in a vulnerable position again and again. It was Taylor Swift. That's why Jason Kelsey decided to retire. Here's a random one before we get to the triple play. Hall of Famer? Jason? Jason? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Super Bowl champion. What is it, six-time All-Pro? Yeah, but he's a center. Okay. It's tough. You're allowed. You're allowed. You're allowed. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough to get in as a center. But he's as good as any. Probably. I think he's going to get in, too, because let's be honest. Like, the more popular you are and the yeah, it helps. The more friendly you are. With the he media. won a Super Bowl, too. I, I, I can't big. ignore that. To another Got Super to Bowl. another one. Yeah. The All-Pros are big. Six-time first, six first-team All-Pros big. Plus, you know, then you get the Kelsey brothers in there together. Like, I think... I think he's going to go, too. Let's see. Uh, Super Bowl champion, 16, first team, all pro. Uh, Probably some second teams in there, too. No, zero, actually. Oh. It's kind of weird. So the, he was first First team or nothing. But uh, he made that six teams in eight years. So 2017, or I'm sorry, nine years. 17, 18, or yeah, I was right. Eight, eight years. 17, 18, 19, skipped 20, hit it in 21, missed 22, hit it in 23. Yeah, he was an All-Pro again this year. So he finished on top. Um, and then ever. seven Pro Bowls, which doesn't matter as much. No. But, yeah, I think he's probably going to go to the Hall of Fame, too. I think uh, uh, Travis is for sure more of a lock than him. Oh, without question. You can't deny Travis, Travis Kelsey is, is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's in. But I think both brothers. It helps having that name, Kelsey. I'm sure. All right, time to make our triple play picks. We both did poopy we last week. We both went one and two last <sighs> week. So I'm 27, 25, and two. You are 21, 32, and one. But golf rules apply. So since you had the pick first last week and we both tied, you're on the tee box again this week. Okay, here we go. I, th- I am gonna go first and foremost. I'm gonna hit, um, Texans plus nine and a half to cover. I made this bet last week against the, or for the Steelers. It didn't pay off. I have faith the Texans can keep up within a touchdown of the Ravens this week. So that's my first one. My first pick, I'm going to take the Chiefs plus three, and uh, they're going to cover the spread against the Bills. Probably we'll make all of our picks to wrap up for these games. Probably leaning towards Buffalo winning the game, but I think it's going to be a classic Allen-Mahomes battle where it's like a field goal. Mm-hmm. Maybe one point is the difference. So give me the Chiefs right. and the points, even though I think the Bills win. Okay. I'll go Lions 
minus six and a half here. I'm a little nervous, but a touchdown doesn't seem super outlandish to me. I think they can do it. I don't necessarily love doing it, but I'm going to lay the Niners points on the Packers. Okay. Just because I, I think there's, like I said, best chance of a blowout in these games. I think it might be Niners over Packers. So I'll go Niners minus nine and a half. Oh, this is tough. Be some overlap now. Yeah, we're gonna have to go yeah, up against We each have other. to. Um, I'll I'm, tell you I, right now where I'm going. While you decide, I'm gonna take the Bucks plus six and a half against your Lions. Okay, that's I'll, fine. I'll, I'll see them try to keep that within a field goal. So give me the Bucks and Baker. So you weren't you weren't gonna say Baltimore to cover that nine and a half? Nah, I don't yeah. think. I think Texans are gonna cover that. Yeah, it's. Ugh. I'll get, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go against my better judgment here. Actually, no, I'll do, I'll do this. I'll I'll say Bills minus three. I think we're both pretty confident the Bills can win this game. All right, give me your picks. Who's playing in the final four? All right, it's gonna be Baltimore and it's gonna be Buffalo. Okay, Baltimore Buffalo on one side. And then it's I wow I'm going chalk here. I'm going San Fran Detroit. Is that where you're going? That's what I think the conference championship game is going to shake out to be as well. All chalk. It's going to be. They're not chalk because. It is. Is it one two one two? Yeah. No, the lines are a three seed. Oh, okay. Okay. How dare you disrespect all the home Big D teams? Like that. Sorry, all the home teams are winning. Yeah, it's going to hold serve this week. It's going to be one two versus one. You know what? Screw that. The Lions deserve to be the two seed because they got screwed over on that mm -hmm. play by that ref. Mm -hmm. What's his mm -hmm. name? Brian Allen. Mm -hmm. Screw that guy. Brad Allen. Mm -hmm. Brad Allen. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're the three seed. They're not the two seed. Well, they should be the okay. two seed. Mm -hmm. I got the same final four though. I got Ravens, Bills, and I got Lions and Niners, and I think that's going to make for a pretty damn good conference. I think we'll have good games all weekend long, as long as the Bucks don't get through. You've clearly said that no Tampa Bay in my final no, four. And I'm no, 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 no. I'm saying like even if it's a Lion blowout win, I'm going to say hell yeah. No, good no, no. for Detroit. I'm saying you're saying. I thought what you were saying is mo any Final Four weekend. No, I'm saying it's going to be a good weekend of football this weekend. Hope you're right, because we deserve it, because there was really only one, close maybe game. two games, if you count the Steeler game, being close on Super Wild Card weekend. Yeah, I don't know if you can count the Steeler game. It was close. tell you this, it was the second closest. Yeah, it was to all wild. The other ones. Wild. Uh, but it was 21 nothing at one point in that game, too. So we deserve... Closer football game. Let's at least. And usually we do. I want four out of four. Let's get three out of four at least. Give me one blowout, remember, but give me three out of four. Two years ago, every single game ended on a walk off for like a, a final second field goal. That was this round, right? The division. It was round? the divi It was. Yeah. Let me see. Hold on. Let me do. It was. I think it was Tennessee over Cincinnati. I think it was. It was Kansas City over Buffalo. That was the best one, right? Because that was one of the best games we've ever seen. Uh, the divisional round from two years ago, it was L.A. over Tampa Bay. Uh, and then it was, I want to say, San Fran over Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. You remember Rodgers was like, come to Green Bay. Yeah. See how you like it in they the snow. 10 to 3, right? Yeah. yeah. Super low scoring. Or game. 10 to 7, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, every, every game came down to the final two minutes. It was awesome. And hopefully we get that same feeling this week uh, for the divisional round. You can gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops. Located at Acrisure Stadium, the Grove City Premium Outlets, or at the Tanger Outlets, where you can visit us online at shop.steelers.com. Enjoy the divisional round, 
Enjoy it. We'll be back again next Tuesday to wrap it up. Tuesday. And keep talking Steelers offseason. Yeah. Maybe some more nuggies will make themselves available to us to chew on uh, by next Tuesday. But until then, he's Jacob Recht. I'm Tom Opferman, and this has been the Steelers Standard. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.